Hello and welcome to Conversations Beyond the Pew. Happy New Year. And to kick off this new year, I am sitting here with my coach, Kirk, which you all met uh, a few episodes ago, uh, back in the fall. And we we were talking about kind of how, you know, the holidays come and then everybody makes all these resolutions. And then by like January 10th, which is today, People are like, so how many days have you been to the gym? What fell off? Um, so welcome, Kirk. Welcome. Hey, glad to be here. It's fun talking with you again. Yeah, we have a good time. Um, we don't have any bourbon because I just finished working out, so it's still water. But it's on your socks. So but it's on my socks. That, so. That's right. It is on my socks so today. got something to look forward to. <laughs> That's right. A little bourbon for the weekend. Um, so... As a gym owner, I'm sure you kind of see a rise come the new year mm-hmm. in people thinking, I want to get healthy, I want to be healthy. I see friends post resolutions on their Facebook page. This year, it's all going to be health. Uh, maybe it's wealth. You know, it's it's all these new year, new me stuff. And then by now, it starts to fall off. into it, it's about empty. The gym becomes empty again. So you just kind of fall off a little bit. But yeah. Um, I, actually, in this gym, you know, generally it's like uh, what I've noticed over the last 10 years or so. This gym is a gym that kind of picks up really actually in March or April. Okay. Because everybody kind of, uh, I mean, this year actually is a little bit different. We have actually some people coming in a little bit earlier. But uh, generally, like you said, everybody kind of makes those resolutions. They come back, they go to... You know, like the Planet Fitnesses and, you know, different... There's all kinds of different things to do, you mm-hmm. know? And then, uh, or there is a lot of different things to do, but every other gym, Crunch, Planet Fitness, um, LA Fitness, uh, even Powerhouse Tech Gym, it's the same thing, it's the same routine, and that's what kills a lot of people's yeah. uh, motivation, I think. And then when they, when they finally get to, you know, the New Year's comes and... They're getting geared up because they're eating crappy food for the holidays and stuff like that. So they're they're doing that one last hurrah type of mentality. And right. The first, they're going to make this entire life-changing, life-altering thing in one day. Right. And we know that can't happen. We're not going to lose 20 pounds in a week. We're not going to lose all that stuff. So we can't make a can't really make a life-changing or life-altering uh, habit in one day on January 1st that's the, the get-go because it's just you know you can't do it you, you you've already built up the process of really not doing that for a long time so it's kind of like when you have to go into when you think of January 1st being changed you're not going to change everything right away you know you just it doesn't happen in one day it's a right it's a year-long thing so we always talk about um like in the gyms here um, when we pick up it's like a lot of people do go back to those you know your they call them global gyms in our micro market Okay. That we have here at CrossFit down, down River or any CrossFit gym or micro gyms or stuff like that. But the the biggest thing with those is like <clears throat> people go go do them and they've done them done for ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. Yeah. So generally, the, the people that I get coming in here, um, even right now and then, hopefully, even more of an uptick in March or a couple months into it, mm-hmm. when people kind of get done, they do that and they like and they get to the point where it's like ah. 
it is the same old stuff. It's the same old routine. Yeah. No results. You, you, you go out there and you do it for a couple of weeks and you're feeling good. But then after, after three, four weeks, it's back to that... I've done this before, I you know yeah. I hit I hit the weights, I walk the treadmill, I get a latte, I go get a smoothie, I um, I walk on the treadmill for twenty minutes. I don't really feel like doing anything. The weights, I know I should go bench press, or I should do squats, or I should do <laughs> some sled pushes, something something that's conditioning wise. But again, it, that's the what it boils down to in all those the other gyms, which is the differentiation between a CrossFit gym and the. Um, just a regular gym. When you go to a regular gym, you have to figure out stuff on your own. Right. You know? There's there's no one to show you really right. or to program for you of here's the result you want. Well, this is what you're going to have to do to get that result. Right. Right. And uh, so that's the biggest thing. It's like when you come here, you are going to get taught by a coach and you're going to be uh, doing it. So a lot of times people will say to me too, mm-hmm. oh, well, CrossFit costs so much. It's 125 or or $100 a month. Yeah. And if you go to if you go to Crunch, yeah, you got to pay forty dollars a month or fifty dollars a month, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, and then if you want personal training to actually do it, then you're paying seventy five dollars an hour for a personal trainer. So right there, that's more than what you're paying here. Yeah. And you're paying for seventy five dollars an hour. Right. Okay. Right, and or, it's, their cost is more hidden, whereas CrossFit right. it's up front. It's yeah, like it's up front, right up front there. Yeah. So yeah. you're looking at if you go to lunch every day. That's five bucks. Yeah. If you, come, if you come here a day, if you come here five days a week, you're paying basically four bucks a class if you break it down. Oh, wow. Four bucks a class. So that's really not a lot. And, you know, um, so because, and plus you're getting taught and trained the right way and you have an eyes always watching you rather than, mm-hmm. and that's when you do that kind of stuff. I think that's where the motivation comes from is because you're doing things. You're, a coach is watching you and teaching you and the program's written out for you. Right. Um, everything's planned for you and done for you by a coach. Then we take you through a warm-up, a strength skill, and then the workout of the day or the metabolic conditioning, which you won't do on your own because you're going to gravitate to what you like to do. So right. that's I don't like doing wall balls. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like doing pull-ups. Ah. But if you go to, buy, to a regular gym by yourself... That's where the burnout comes in. You're, you are motivated when you get there January 1st or 2nd. Mm-hmm. And then two or three weeks into it, you're like, it's the same same routine. I don't know what I'm doing, so I'll just yeah. do a little bit here. I'll just go over here. And then when you, go, when you do stuff that you actually gravitate to where it's a little easier, mm-hmm. you get no results, and then, you right. just, then that's, that's where you burn out. So four months into the year... Or four weeks into the year, you're pretty much like, okay, I'm kind of done with this, and oh well, I'll just go. Right. You know, then you kind of start doing a few things here. That well, maybe in the summer I'll ride my bike a little bit more. I'll get outside a little more. Well, that doesn't really happen either. So you're not really getting a metabolic effect. It's good to be moving. There's no doubt about that as you're moving. But then the summer comes, and then summer passes with barbecues and (laughs) ice cream, ice cream, and all that stuff, and fun stuff, and summer parties and then and the next thing you know we're right back to Halloween where all the candies are on and it's like then Thanksgiving comes and you might do a little bit preemptive strike on the Thanksgiving dinner and then after that Thanksgiving you just go yeah. back to well I'll just start at the beginning of the year again so you haven't made any changes 
Right. And, and in your lifestyle definitely <laughs> hasn't changed. So all these right. grandiose yeah. things. Yeah, you get stuck in those ruts and you keep on doing it. So. Right. So when thinking about, all right, if you're, if you're thinking January, all right, I really do want a lifestyle change. I've often thought about this, that it comes incrementally. So what would be like one of the things that you would say to somebody who's like, I think I want to work on my health this year. What's the first thing that you kind of see as they should be doing? Mm-hmm. Kind of like <clears throat> baby steps, you know, it's just like, all right, you don't have to, you don't have to change um, your diet and your workout schedule and sleeping patterns or anything like that. Pick, pick one, you know? Okay. Um, Generally, I would say start with exercise and do something that you, um, that you, moderately that you can stick with. Yeah. Because the more you exercise and just and just get moving in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's where I come where I, I feel that when you're taught something and somebody leads you. Yeah. That you're able to, you're going to stick with it a little bit more, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the premise of CrossFit is we have. Um, you you got good peer pressure with everybody. So, but the first thing, if you start moving and exercise first, then your body starts, don't worry about diet. Eat what you want, start with the exercise first. And then once you start with that first, then your body kind of starts, kind of, you'll be surprised, your body will start kind of craving good fuel. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're going to put good fuel in your high octane stuff in your car, 93%, or as opposed to 97%, whatever yeah. it is, octane, and, you're, and you go to the gas station, your body starts craving the high octane fuel. So even though you're not thinking about diet, when you start moving around a little bit more and, and start learning and doing stuff, your body starts, the apple starts and the lettuce starts looking better than the Cheetos and the, the Fritos. Yeah. You know, it just starts looking better and you kind of taste that too. Then once you do that, then you can, then, you know, start maybe working on a little bit of a diet. You know, okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. eliminate, I'm not going to have pop, hopefully, maybe that would be a good way to start, um, or just I'm going to have uh, two pops a week, or three pops with friends, yeah. and four pops a day, Yeah. or sodas, wherever we're at. <laughs> wherever, <laughs> or soda pop, or Coke, yeah. whatever yeah. that is. So that's that's one thing, then you, st- then you get rid of that, then the next thing is like, all right, maybe I'll just have donuts a donut a week yeah you know or something like that and so you don't have to make this like okay i'm cutting out sugar i'm cutting out junk food i'm cutting out donuts i'm cutting out everything that i like to eat and it's fun i'm cutting out right away january 1st right it's not gonna happen you're gonna be bummed Mm -hmm. out well i think when i started crossfit uh now more than seven years ago I think it was almost a full year before I decided to look at my diet. Mm-hmm. And, and it can and, take that long. That's the increment part. Right. That's the increment part. I had gotten where I was in there uh, six days a week. I was having fun. Um, I was seeing changes in myself and my body. But then I'd also realized that at some point, depending on what I ate the night before, I may not move as fast. Or I may not feel as great. And so then I went to, um, I did a 12-week challenge of like paleo. And that, uh, to get all that sugar out of my system, that was kind of crazy. Now, the challenge was with a whole bunch of other people. 
But even that, even after the 12 weeks were over, I noticed that I didn't immediately jump into the, the bag of Oreos, which right. is my downfall, mm-hmm. which I may have just finished the Oreos last night from Christmas. <laughs> no more Oreos are allowed in my house after that <laughs> for yeah. another year. Yeah, and you can make those, you can make that, you can set those deadlines, okay, well, I've done this and stuff like that, so you love, you don't, you don't ever have to give up anything that you love. Right. Just to be healthy, I mean, it's, it's healthy to kind of have that balance of when you can have ice cream or whatever it is that you really, really like, you know? Yeah. Um, like sometimes, you know, like, I, I, I've eaten stuff that is like, is junk food or whatever, and, and I'm like, eh, it's not really what I, that's not my favorite, so I'm not going to waste it on that. So if I, right. if I really like, um, I do like ice cream. So um, one of our members has a Tasty Freeze, so she's a, she posted about a blueberry custard ice cream, and I'm like, ah, nice. Man, blueberry custard ice cream. <laughs> right. Blueberry cheesecake ice cream. <laughs> oh my like, goodness. oh my God, I'm going to have... I'm going to have to get that one one of these days, you know. Right, right. So something like that, I would like to have that. So if I'm going to have something like that, I would rather not blow it on, uh, I don't know, a cheap ice cream or a, or Cheetos right. or something, you know. Right. Or a Chips Ahoy, which I used to love as a kid, but now I've tasted a Chips Ahoy and I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember these being this awful. <laughs> right. You know, it don't taste as good as when I was a kid. Well, and I've definitely found that this year, this past year, when I started, after going to RP diet, which really taught me a lot about my portion sizes, and I would be craving a donut, and I would hold off to get it, and I'd finally get it, and I was like, that wasn't worth it. Like, yeah. That doesn't taste as good as it used to. to. Like, what is up with that? You can change your taste buds and stuff like that. Well, and I've noticed that as, like, the sugar, back several years ago, as the sugar came out of my system, I could taste the sweetness in in, um, vegetables and fruit that I hadn't been able to taste Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. Um, I remember having a, a baby radish, and it was so sweet, and I was like... What is this? <laughs> How is this possible? But it was because my my taste buds weren't covered in all the the processed right. stuff. I tell you, man, there's so much sugar in this in this country. Um, they they put sugar and it's very addicting. And like you said, like you'll feel a difference in your joints. You know, a lot when you're overloading on sugar, it doesn't mean sugar's bad. It just right. means you gotta have, you know, you gotta have it in 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 proper portions and stuff like that and it's yeah. and i mean sugar is in everything things you don't yes. think of that would be in there sometimes in mustard it. depending yeah. on what sometimes, mustard you yeah. buy mustard or ketchup or something you're right. thinking that's really healthy um and it's in there and you don't even know it you know? right so getting the extra with the donuts and the cookies and stuff like that that's when you start really it's not age that your joints are hurting it's the amount of sugar that your body can't process anymore you know, yeah. when you're young and stuff like that, you process it, but your body after a certain point goes, I'm done. I don't really want to do this anymore, so I'm just going to make you hurt. <laughs> right. You know? I'm just going yeah. to make and you hurt. And it's not exercise that hurts. It's the non-exercise and the, and the inflammation that comes along with those foods. And one of the things that I um, noticed and, and kind of, not noticed, but I mean, I knew all this stuff, but um, one thing that kind of really kind of hit home with me one time uh, um, just the amount of sugar in this country. Uh, I have a, a former football player of mine who's now living in Poland. Okay. Okay. And um, he uh, 
came home for a visit, looked absolutely amazing, lost a lot of fat, nice and lean and stuff like that. Uh huh. And when he came here, and this is blows my mind, especially in this country. In Poland, obviously, you can have bread. Why do people in other countries eat bread? And we eat bread here, and we, we demonize bread in this country. But in Poland or Italy or anywhere overseas, they eat bread, they drink wine, mm-hmm. they have all this stuff. It's because there's not as much sugar in it. And if mm. you get bread over there, like he says, I have to eat the bread, the <clears throat> loaf of bread, within a few days. Otherwise, it goes bad. Right. He goes, everything I do, I... I'm, I can walk to the f- fruit market, and he goes, it's all seasonal stuff. Yeah. If I don't eat it within a few days, it goes bad. Mm. So you only buy a little bit to, to do that. Yeah. Over there, they have restrictions on what you can have. They don't have Big Macs over in Poland. They have right. hamburgers with real meat. You're right. No fillers, no pink goo, or whatever that is they put in here, and we just flock to it every time. And he's like, came here, and he had... He took a sip of a Coke from a McDonald's, and he's like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. There's, there's like, he goes, it's like 10 times more sugar in the pop, or yeah. the sodas here than there is over there, you know. And I think they've, whatever, for whatever reason, this country, they've kept on giving us more and more and more uh, sugar in our substances, and we don't even realize that they're doing it. And right. when somebody comes here from somewhere else, they take a, they, they take a, bite of something or a drink of something and it's like oh my god it's like they're like drinking syrup yeah. so that was one of the things that I noticed when he because he was and that's all he goes I didn't do anything different mm-hmm. I was I realized that I was, wasn't getting as much sugar over there yeah. and you know and I was eating real food and, and then he brought it he met his wife over there and she came here and she took went to one of our fruit markets she's smelling the, the tomatoes and she's like there's no smell to these tomatoes they don't even smell anything Right. You know, there's right. tomatoes should have a scent to yeah. them. You know, or food should have a nice scent to them. It's, yeah. And it's it's kind of a drag in this country where we our food is kind of bland. Very bland, and should they should have you know a sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you have your own garden, you can tell when you go out and pick your a tomato out of your own garden. Right. Yeah. It's gonna have that a tomatoey smell, and it's yeah. gonna taste really sweet when you pick it off. Yeah. So it's almost like part of also making like the small changes, the incremental changes, is that when you even go to the store and you pick up something to even just read the label, whether or not you decide to buy it, but even just beginning to look to see in whatever your favorite foods are, whatever you're usually picking up, what's actually in them. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. being aware. Yep. And there's a lot of things, man. There's, there's so much stuff out there. It's... it's Another thing that's frustrating, and I think maybe we might be getting off our original topic with this, but that's okay. Let's go with this. Um, um, when you read, do read labels, sometimes if you really, sometimes, okay, my wife had this problem with her, she had um, stomach issues. Okay. Every time she, we were going out to dinner somewhere, and um, we'd eat dinner, and she... Almost every place we went, no matter what we did or even at home, she would her stomach would start cramping up and um, she'd have to go to the bathroom anyway. We we had to rush to the bathroom, so we thought something was seriously wrong with her stomach. IBS, yeah. um, whatever, something else. Yeah. And then we, after a process of elimination, we started looking at the labels, just like you said, and anything 
like sugar again, sugar is not bad in proper right. proportions. Right. But everybody goes, okay, I'm going to get rid of sugar, but I'm going to use these sugar substitutes. Yeah. Erythrol, anything with like a sugar alcohol in it. Ah. She was drinking, she would put drops in water, thinking it was like flavored water, getting rid of pop. She was thinking that. Or she'd take, mm-hmm. um, um, like, uh, she bought like gummies for vitamin B gummies or what was it, something else like a probiotic and they were gummies. Okay. After a while, we started realizing it's not the food that she was she She didn't have anything wrong with her stomach. It was like she was allergic to the sugar alcohols. Ah. Anything in that. We eliminated that when when we go and she get like a a pop, mm-hmm. you know, she not a diet pop. We got rid of that too because there's crap in that too. But like we go and get something that has real cane sugar in a pop, and we have a pop a week or a dinner. Guess what happened to her needing to get to the bathroom right after? <laughs> it eliminated. She got yeah. and but it was in her gummies or in her vitamins. It was in her vitamins. Yeah. It was in her. Drops that she thought was being kind of healthy by avoiding pop. Right. Um, it was in, um, um, well, we used it as a sugar substitute if we baked. Ah. You know? Yeah. So instead of sugar, we were using this. And man, my wife was just, her stomach was just destroyed for it. And it, it took us months to figure it out. Yeah. And then we just figured out. And like one time she was like, for whatever reason she went, she was like, finally went somewhere and I didn't. Nothing happened, but she drank water and okay. stuff like that with her meal because she ran out of the drops that she was taking. Uh, like the, I think they're Mayo drops or something like that. They're, mm-hmm. they're flavored stuff, but all that stuff is in there. Yeah. And there's so much stuff in there with that. So even when you're, you know, not everybody is allergic to it, but right. you, that's where you got to kind of sometimes got to read your labels too and start learning. You got to educate yourself. We just can't just kind of go, okay, well, it must be okay. Right. You know. Well, and it's also, right, you're you're listening to your body. Because I, I feel like that's what makes CrossFit. CrossFit makes you do that mm-hmm. in not only just form, but it, like I said earlier about, oh, I realized that if I ate something in particular the night before, I was sluggish in my workout. Mm-hmm. But it, yep. it's like really paying attention to what is easy on you food-wise mm-hmm. um, and what is not. Right. Um, so it, it does begin to, there is an awareness that has to happen if you're really looking to be healthy and, mm-hmm. um, making that change in your life. Right. And that kind of goes back to our first, our initial question at the beginning Yeah. is what, what kind of steps do you take? So if you start exercising first, pick one, it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't have to be exercise. You can start with your diet too. Yeah. And when you start eating better, you're going to feel more energetic. So it can, they all work together. So if you decide to do exercise first, your body starts craving real food. Right. Good food and good fuel. Yeah. Okay? If you start with your diet first, which is your most important thing, if we were eating correctly, mm-hmm. you start eating correctly, all of a sudden you start having more energy and you feel like going to the gym. Or yeah. You feel like doing some more activity type stuff, not just sitting and watching TV and, and stuff like that. So kind of earn your rest with that point, too. So, you know, you can watch TV and you can read and relax, but sometimes earn it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's the, that's goes back to that first question was, like, how do you, what's the increments that you start with? Yeah. So you can pick one of, you know, a couple of those first, you know, kind of mm-hmm. exercise first, 
your your taste buds will change and your body will crave things. Start eating better first, mm-hmm. and you kind of have more energy. For me, exercise would be is the first for it because I have a tough time. If I if when I sit around and don't do anything, yeah, I crave crappy food. Ah, the more I the more non-active I am, the uh, the more the worse I eat. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard to do that kind of stuff. So I noticed just on a weekend if I'm I earned my rest and I kind of that point like on a Saturday I love college football so I earned my rest so I rested I worked out hard so I could watch college football on Saturdays yeah and I'm sitting and by that by four o'clock literally by four o'clock or dinner time <laughs> I'm like I'm not craving you know a good meal healthy meal I'm like let's get pizza let's get <laughs> breadsticks let's get this I'm like this is weird after one day of sitting around, right. you know, so I got to, you know, you kind of got to watch that kind of stuff too. So it's not, I'm not immune to not to eating bad because I own a gym. Right. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. I mean, none of us are. Yeah. Even with, uh, having completed a first cut with RP, um, it's not that I'm immune to Oreos. Right. Um, I still want Oreos, mm-hmm. you know, so all right, Christmas it is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I've just got to be careful. boundaries with it. with it, just like anything else. You're setting some boundaries when you can have the Oreos. Ah, yeah. Like well, and that's an interesting thing about thinking about changing your your lifestyle, putting yourself, how do you focus on health, about what boundaries do you set, healthy boundaries mm-hmm. for yourself, whether it's with food or with exercise or with sleep. Like, what are those boundaries begin to look like? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I was and that's thinking about thing with your sleep too. If you're exercising and eating well, you're going to sleep better. Oh yeah. So and sleep is recovery. Then your joints don't hurt as much. So there's a there's a whole lot going on with taking care of yourself. Yeah, keeping yourself healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, any uh, last words of wisdom as people are trying to uh, uh, the new year, new you kind of movement. Um. Any last words? Well, just like I said, it, it's it's getting started, and you you know if you really want to change, you got to make, you got to do some effort. You know, there's yeah. work involved for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like we talk about in here, it's like you know it's uh, um, stepping outside of your comfort zone, and the more you step outside of it, you're going to, that's where you'll make the changes. If you just if you stay comfortable all the time, yeah, um, you're really not going to make the changes you want to make and then you get frustrated and down so step out of it um and it doesn't have to be you don't have to step out of it miles it's like step out of it gradually little baby (laughs) steps at a time and you'll never you can't make changes wholesale you know yeah um you have to make changes in little steps little progressions get those little those little milestones that you get to and that's where you, then you, they're all stepping stones. This is, you're going to go up every time. So little steps, baby steps all the way through and see your progress. Yeah. Um, you know, like in here this week, we did, um, um, uh, PR maxes this week, right? Oh yeah. So how many, our board is filled with people that have achieved things they never thought they could do. Right. And they're, the smiles and the, the gratification you get from when you see, man, I, Never could do one pull-up, and they got one pull-up after, you know, even after a couple of years of doing this. They finally got that pull-up. Yeah. There's a huge accomplishment in that moment. Um, losing 10 pounds is a huge accomplishment, but it's a pro- it was a process. Like you said, 
you did CrossFit for a year before you really kind of paid attention to year. Yeah. Right? And that's the process. You right. Know? It's uh, it's a, that's the baby step. You got the exercise down, and then you started going. Hmm. I notice when I eat this way, I seem to do better in here. <laughs> right. Huh. You know. So it right. does. It kind of clicks in. Um, and there's going to be another something else you're going to, the next, so you got that, you're getting that down, you got the exercise down, now you're getting your, your eating down, and then you'll move on to the next thing when you're ready for that, for that too. Yeah, I'm already starting to contemplate, so what's the next goal? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of fun to be in that position though. Yeah, yeah, you're looking um, for new challenges, and, you, and yeah. your, your body and your mind thrives on new challenges and stuff like that, so if you're just sitting around, it's like, you just get in that funk, you know? Yeah. So even like that, same thing too. If I'm if I'm sitting around too much, you do get kind of into a funk. And I'm, and basically with the today's work stuff, you sit even though you're busy. You're not as yeah. tired as you think. So right. when you're when you, if you have a desk job or an office job and you're sitting down for mm-hmm. eight hours, it's not like you're not busy. Your mind's working, but the physical part of it to feed your brain is to get moving. You got to get the blood flowing. Just like you're gonna feed your heart, you got to feed your brain with. Right. movement and movement and then you'll realize when you even though you're you feel dog tired after an eight hour day at the office and you don't want to when you come in here i guarantee within 10 minutes of moving around you're going to feel better and yeah you're, then you're going to realize oh i'm not as tired yeah so then you then you do an hour worth of moving or whatever movement you're doing or whatever you're doing then uh, you're also going to sleep better. So you go the deeper sleep. So they're all mixed in with each other. They are. They're all mixed in with each other. They so. are. Well, um, thank you for taking the time. And I'm yeah, sure pleasure. we will be having uh, another conversation soon. Yeah, we've got some good topics to talk about. We do. Yeah. Um, and for all those listening, I hope uh, you found this interesting and helpful. And whatever changes you're wanting to make in your life, whatever uh, health, wise or anything else that you're doing that you'll find the steps you need to take so that you will get the results that you ultimately want. May your week be one filled uh, with goodness and may, may you find that healthy flow to your life. Have a great week.